0: It's time for Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair in West Reading. Got a question about your vehicle? Give us a call at 610-374-8800 or 888-401-0459. So let's get started with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Here's Tom and Ashley.
1: Hi. good, Good evening. Thank you for joining us. This is Ashley. And and Tom. and Tom, and he's adjusting his, trying to adjust his uh, earphones. There we go. Oh, that's better. There we go. That's much better. <laughs> They're a little crackly on the other side. I saw his face. He like, he jumped. I'm like, oh I, my gosh, are you okay? I was like, oh, volume's way up. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Uh, it's another beautiful cold. Damp Thursday night, and we're talking about cars. Typical, typical Pennsylvania winter. Welcome to Pennsylvania winter. Thank you. Yeah. So, Well,
2: funny thing is, my aunt put this picture up today on Facebook. Ashley's yeah. rolling her eyes at me. Yeah. Because um, they live in Myrtle Beach. Beautiful. And
1: yes. Scenic.
2: Yes. North Myrtle Beach. And she was bragging that it was 75 degrees and sunny there.
1: And getting warmer.
2: And getting warmer. Yeah. I think that was... Uh, To tell everybody how nice it is down there and Mm -hmm. tell us how bad it is here. Yeah,
1: I had to move my my (laughs) creed a little bit. Anyway, so did you want to lead with... um...
2: So, last week, we actually had a really good question. And uh, I I was thinking about it a little while, and I thought, I should research that. So, I went and researched about the side airbags and and actually looked for
0: uh, seat covers. Yeah, seat covers. Yeah.
2: For seat covers. Uh, Andrea asked a question, and I went out and looked for them. And uh, there's actually a place in New Jersey that makes them that are certified for use with side airbags. So it's uh, called FH Group. So we... uh, I... So they do actually make these
1: covers but also when you were doing that research you said that there's like on uh, WeatherTech, it was saying that don't use these seat covers mm-hmm. with because they're
2: because of the side airbags
1: because what will exactly happen if you have a seat cover on a side airbag seat? it won't
2: won't come out correctly It'll end up staying behind the cover or it'll tear in the wrong place when it goes to come out of the seat.
1: Because it's designed to Mm -hmm. come around the side of your legs, correct? So it's supposed to...
2: No, this is up on your side. So when a car comes in... Oh, the side bolster. Yeah, this is like on the side bolster and it's like in the seat. So if a car hits you from the side, it'll actually, as it hits your car, it will kind of cushion It'd cushion out mm-hmm. you know cushion everything it'll the airbag will come out and cushion you before that car actually hits okay like fully hits
1: so so what the seat cover would do would encumber basically that bolster from coming out and and yeah. allowing it to cushion you
2: yeah yeah so it'll come out and and allow that to be cushioned a lot sooner so if you don't have the right type of seat cover on there it will end up going and Actually staying either behind the cover or ripping the cover off and not doing the job that it's supposed to. Okay.
1: So Um, so 610-374-8800, call in. We don't have to talk about seat covers. We don't have to talk about road trips. If you have anything you want to mention, uh, anything you want to talk about, please give us a call. We're taking your call, 610-374-8800, and we can... Uh, Take any call you'd like to anything you'd like to talk about, Um, but we actually want to talk about road trips. Yeah, it's always fun. Road trips are fun. Yeah, we haven't done well. We We haven't done one in
2: a little while. We
1: did a short. We went up to Vermont in September. Yeah, usually
2: we like to take like a long road trip. Ashley drives. I navigate. (laughs)
1: Well, you're also my narcoleptic passenger. That's right. Because as soon as, as, soon as we get on the road and you set the GPS for me, because okay, we're gonna mm-hmm. take this way. Don't deviate. Okay, we're good. Yep. That's right. It's Tommy you're sleeping right next off. to me. I have so right. many pictures that I've taken from. Yes, my I, phone. the hum,
2: the hum of just going down the road mm-hmm. and the vibrations and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. And you're going down the road. It just puts me right to sleep. Yeah. That's why you know we're.
1: Narcoleptic passenger. Narcoleptic.
2: Mm -hmm. I I think these self-driving cars are great. That's my personal (laughs) opinion. Autonomous cars. I don't don't fall asleep riding in the car. You
1: know, with the autonomous cars, I really, I really. I I completely agree with the gentleman that called up that was blind. It's like I can't wait to just I can't wait. I'm gonna be like you know whatever age I am. I'm like okay. I don't feel like driving anymore. I'm not gonna keep a car anymore. And I'm gonna call my car and it's gonna, gonna take That's me to right. shopping or take me to the doctor or whatever what I have dad to do. Was saying yeah.
2: He he was like you know I I hope by the time I get old that uh, that uh, that we're gonna end up. You know, being able to call a car and say, "Hey, take me to the grocery
1: store." Just press a button. Yeah, come get press, me. Yep. it's like very Jetsons. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like meet George Jetson. That's... I wish we had that sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, wish... but Noel's ready with the rim shot. I need the. <laughs> <laughs> I need the the Jetsons. Uh, you know, when they when would come in like. <laughs> anyway so so we we've done a bunch of road trips before um yep. and uh, I think the biggest one that I ever did was um I did it actually in two well. parts I did I traversed the United States in two parts <laughs> like four years apart so
2: yeah well didn't you do one with your friend from the Navy yeah that, uh, I did from, one like san diego to like mississippi
1: well we were stationed in san diego together and then i got out because my four years were up and i wasn't sad about that i mean military was great but you know learned your lessons it was time it was time to move on uh but noelle um had had the persistence she stayed in for a bunch of years but um uh so she was we were stationed in san diego together. But she was getting restationed in, um, I think it was Gulf Shores, Mississippi. So we were going to drive from Sacramento, like outside Mm -hmm. of Sacramento, down down California, across, and then through Texas, which was like the longest. Texas is the largest (laughs) state to drive through. Yeah, I got it took forever. It took a day and (laughs) a half. A day and a half of driving. It was probably a 15-hour drive at least to get through. It's a lot. It is a lot. We stopped in El Paso. As we crossed into crossed over the border, um, stopped in El Paso and stayed there, in like a Super Eight Roach Motel, Super mm. Roach Eight Motel. I'm sorry, it was um, it was just really it was the first place we found, and we were yeah. all exhausted. And then we continued the next day. We drove for ten hours to Katy, Texas, which is right outside of Houston, yeah. and we stayed there, and then um, drove around Houston, which. I don't, think, I people real... too,
2: well, I don't think
1: people realize how big Houston is.
2: I know it's pretty large.
1: It took us at least two hours to drive around. Like, wow. f- like if you look at, if you look at Houston in a, a circle, we started at like three o'clock at, I'm um, sorry, nine o'clock, nine o'clock position yeah. all the way around to mm-hmm. three o'clock position. It took at least two hours, two and a half hours. That's a good drive. It's a, it was, I mean, it, I'm well, like, we're not, we're still in Houston. What? <laughs> well, that's, we we've,
2: I've been to Texas, yeah, and there's no mountains or anything. It's down flat, there, so they just build outward. Out, yeah, the the, the, the urban sprawl is huge. Just marches outward.
1: Yeah. But from El Paso to Katy, Texas, I. Didn't realize how diverse Texas is in terms mm-hmm. of its landmass because we started out from, basically El Paso is, de- is a desert, and then you go from the desert and it starts to get greener and greener and greener, but really, really slowly because yeah. it's ten hours from El Paso to Katy, Texas. So then you know I'm like it's all tan. Like there's, it's, there's no greenery. It's just tan. (laughs) And there was like changes changes for like five hours. I'm like, no, it's still tan. And, um, and then finally you start to see, um, orchards and pecan trees and nut trees Uh. and just orchards as far as the eyes can, I can see. Uh. And then, then it started getting greener and greener about halfway through the state. You start seeing green. And you're like, okay, look, it's green. Right. And Excellent. then <laughs> I feel like I'm not on the, the moon anymore. Yeah. So anyway, it seems as though we need to take a break. Noelle's giving me the signal. So we're going to take your yep. calls. We are live today. Give us a call, uh, 610-374-8800. Taking your calls and we'll see you in just a few.
0: Yes! <laughs> and now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Hey! Oh, oh! Oh! Go God ahead, honey. Go ahead. <laughs> no! No! I! No! Oh. You go. Welcome back. This is Idle Talk
2: with Tom and Ashley.
1: I'm Ashley. Hi. <laughs> we got, got oh, all ahead of oh, yeah. ourselves well, we there for a second. About,
2: we were talking about other stuff. We were talking about this morning how you we know, weren't on the air. Yeah,
1: and, and we like, are live. And we're
2: live on Facebook here. And, and Noel gave and, us a,
1: everybody a crash course on how the radio how board the, works yeah. and. Thankfully, we don't have to do any of that stuff. We yeah. just have to be the people that talking to the mic. That's right. I gotta back up right here. Anyway, right. I got your back. <laughs> That's right. I know you That's do. Boxing. Appreciate <laughs> it. And it's Boxing Day. It is Boxing Day. Nice. That was a pun. No. Oh, he wasn't ready. No, every every time. <laughs> Oh, one more time. boxing day. <laughs> there we go. Put up your dukes.
3: Rocky's pretty oh. busy today. Yeah, busy. Rocky's busy. <laughs> I'm sure. So we're live today. Yep. Uh, give us a call,
1: 610-374-8800. We're taking yep. your calls. Or the 800 number, 888 459 But we're talking about road trips, and we're talking yep. about cars, and we're talking about all the stuff that goes on, in on t- for road trips, and yep. things you need to prepare for. Exactly. Or not prepare for.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you go, you think you're all prepared and you're not.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you never really you 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 do your best to be prepared, and but sometimes you're just not.
2: Yeah, because so you don't I mean, know. I mean, we we took some pretty long road trips. Yeah. With, uh, Rally North America.
1: But which... I always made you do all the preparations for everything. Yeah. I just packed the bags mm-hmm. and made sure the dogs and cats were taken care of. Yep. And so I'm, yeah, you and, did all the car stuff. Yeah,
2: got the car all ready, mm-hmm. got everything packed up, got all the gear in it, made sure we had all the maps and mm-hmm. and at that time, you know, GPS's and yeah and the cell phones they were yeah. you know all that all that stuff and we had all this stuff out and what all year what
1: year was the first one we did I th- that? I think twenty twelve. Yeah, and and uh, this sounds crazy, but smartphones w- weren't as As technical, as technical. I mean, we you know we don't even (laughs) we don't even use like the GPSs anymore because we have everything on our phone and we have everything
2: and it's constantly updated,
1: constantly updated. And then so people would have like uh, maps in their car; they would have to update Mm -hmm. them. You know, like the navigation yeah. system in their car it doesn't even well to me it doesn't make any sense to have a navigation system in the car anymore but because you just have your phone
2: yeah a lot of and a lot of phones now link up with the newer newer radios too oh right so yeah it'll put the maps right up there for you yeah anyway we have a call from randy in redding about airbags hi randy hello hello uh,
4: actually it's i'm disappointed that ashley missed a chance to make a pun about airbags
2: Oh, here we go. is it about? Little pun about airbags.
1: Is about is it a wife pun?
4: Usually it's mother-in-law. It?
1: Mother-in-law pun. Well, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully Tommy gets along with my mom and I get along yeah. with his parents really well. Yeah, so, we I don't do.
2: I, I it doesn't even come to mind.
1: It really doesn't, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully everyone gets along in our family together. So, we're very fortunate. So, did you have a question or
4: no, it, just, it, uh, it was just I was waiting for the, uh, for a, a pun from you. Even when you get along, it's there's so many people that make jokes. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You remember you remember yeah. the other name for the old style rumble seat?
1: Um, uh, oh,
4: oh, uh, the old roadster oh, that used to have a pop up mm-hmm. seat. Yeah, over the, the trunk. rumble seat. Yeah, there was another yeah,
2: name for it. Yeah. No, no, but mom used to Wasn't my... it wasn't just the mother-in-law seat? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. mother in law seat. That's, my... where you, that's where you put him. So when you we didn't, didn't have, have to them listen to him. On, yeah.
1: Well, well my. <laughs> if, you, if you drove
2: fast enough, you couldn't hear him.
1: That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, well, you know, my grandfather funny. had one. And my grandfather had a car with a rumble seat. And my mom would drive ride back there. She yes. loved it.
2: I was going to say, your mom would probably have one and put your dad back there.
1: Oh, man. Wouldn't she be so lucky to put him back there? <laughs> I don't know if. <laughs> I don't...
4: Just get a pickup and bolt a couple seats in the back. <laughs> you I, know, I, I knew people that did that.
1: Yeah, we were talking about that um, one a of the weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about vehicle. What we were talking about with the vehicle safety and like the kid oh, that. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, I got pulled yeah. over for that. Yeah, seats
4: are bolted fast and there's uh, seat belts. Uh huh. It's no different than riding in a convertible. Well, that
1: technically that's true, but the Subaru Brat from way back, not the not the the. The yeah. the most recent one, but the Subaru Brat actually had seats in the back of it. If you yeah. remember those, and, and unfortunately,
4: oh, yeah. most of the drivers lived up to the name. <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice.
4: Hey, I, I'm curious, Ashley. What yes. what were you in the Navy?
1: I was an undesignated deck seaman. I just fixed things and drove boats and rode, did operated cranes and supplied tools and painted things and swept a lot
4: in, in a way you were a mechanic which is not surprising I was a, about what you got into
1: yeah I mean never <laughs> in my life did I think I'd be sitting here on the radio talking about cars and and sitting next to a man I'm married to that we have a business together so you know life takes unexpected turns but I was yeah. I was I I knew nothing when I went into the military so I learned a little bit when I came out by the time I came out
4: only a little bit. Only
1: a little bit. I mean, come on. I was My brain wasn't even fully developed when I got out. I was 22 when I got out. So it's like I've still had another couple of years.
4: There are some people that reach the age of 70 and that hasn't happened yet.
1: Well, that's that's true. Noel's laughing. I, I can't necessarily disagree with that either. So, you know.
4: I, I'm just curious. The, are, are you really interested in cars or is it more of Tom?
1: Oh no! I've been a motorhead my whole life. Oh, did you ever go
4: down to the to the grove? Inside? Oh, absolutely! Oh yeah. What oh. did you run?
1: Oh, I never drove. I never drove. I no. just was the witness. But I, I just, I just enjoy. We'll see. Okay, so my my mom, for whatever reason, was always a motorhead because her dad, my grandfather, was always into cars and that kind of stuff. So. I don't know if it's just something that rubbed off on me or something just just kind of like always resonated with me but I've always been a motorhead. I've always loved cars. I always I identified my parents' friends by what they drove.
4: Yeah. That even, sounds normal. Even yep. I know,
1: even when I was a kid, I was, "Oh, is Sherry coming? I know she has that nice BMW 6 series. It has the window switch in the middle." You know, like that's how I remembered people. So and when I remember thinking that when I was five or six, you know. So I've always been a motorhead. I've always loved cars. I just happened to marry someone who's <laughs> mechanic. So.
4: Part of that is your parents did not discourage. Oh, that's not a, something a girl does. Never.
1: Never, no. ever. No, you my know, parents were never like that.
2: And, and that's the thing nowadays, you know, we're... Uh, Everybody thinks that mechanics are all dirty, but really it's not as dirty as what it used to be. No,
1: mechanics well, I, are becoming computer programmers practically. Un,
2: unfortunately, that that is yeah. 100% accurate. Yeah. Uh,
4: most of my uh the brothers in my family are mechanics. Mm-hmm. Or we're mechanics. Mm-hmm. And one had gone to a, a a factory and when he came back he was uh, his job was waiting for him. He's nice. almost 10 years.
3: Wow. And they told him, that,
4: you know, as soon, anytime you want to come back, he walked in the door and he had to turn around and leave because all of his tools were worthless.
0: Oh. He had to go
4: buy a computer.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, oh,
4: yeah. because uh, none of his mechanical tools would work on any of the new equipment.
2: And Yeah. And you see that a lot. But a lot of, like, some of the electronic stuff nowadays, too, they're going back to... Uh, you're starting to see electrical scopes being used to diagnose a lot of stuff because it's it's you're looking for little blips and little things that are happening it's almost like so, watching a radar screen yeah it's almost like you know like uh, the radio repair guys would have been in the in the, in the mm-hmm, military maybe. Mm-hmm. you know and, and those that that knowledge is what you need now to work on cars
1: yeah because you have to understand how electrical content or electrical um, signals flow in order to figure out exactly where the – if there's an error somewhere. So. Yeah. And
4: with too many people have come to depend on the automatic diagnostics, not realizing
3: if you've ever <laughs> yes. worked with a computer, <laughs>
4: you know there can be little problems. Exactly. Yeah. It, it misreads a signal, and it tells you everything's fine. Uh-huh. Right. Because it can't sense a problem. You have to uh, go through it with fine-toothed comb.
1: And,
2: try and to when work.
4: you tell the customer that it's going to cost twenty five hundred dollars,
1: <laughs> you uh, better be sure. Yeah,
4: they want to know why exactly. And it's because you're going to spend two thousand dollars just to find the problem. Well, maybe five hundred to fix it.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, not not really. But really, what happens with that? What where we get frustrated as in the in the medical in the in this profession is we. Um, they say, Well, I took it to AutoZone, they scanned it, they said it was X code, so I need an oxygen sensor. Well, the oxygen sensor could be the the related component yeah. that is showing that it's failing, but it could be the component previous to that in quote in line, if you will. So um, you're right, it does take a lot more diagnosis and time looking at things to make sure you're going to tell them the right, because we're not just going to throw an oxygen sensor in there and be like, oh, it didn't fix it. Okay, so who's going to pay for, you know, so you really have to be really, really careful with those kinds of diagnoses. And that's a really excellent point that you're making.
4: You realize that the computer can be reading that the component A will just say the oxygen sensor is defective. right. Because that's the signal it's getting. Right. But it could be the connector. It right. could be the harness. Yep. Another component could mm-hmm. be shorting out and screwing up. Because most of, the, of these sensors work on the, uh, of a fractional variation in the voltage level. Randy, oh, do yeah. you
1: want to come work for us? <laughs> <laughs> you could sell diagnostics. <laughs> Ex- i don't know
4: what,
3: what are you offering <laughs> <laughs>
1: well unfortunately we need to go to a break but i really do appreciate the call and the chat um and we're gonna hit a hit a commercial and we'll be right back thanks very much
0: we're back with more idle talk with tom and ashley from king's auto repair
1: and we're back tom and ashley king's auto repair
0: i love that it's always
1: my favorite me 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 me
2: anyway we decided who was going to come back.
1: Yeah, so we're not talking over each other. Sorry about that. We're still learning this. We're still figuring it out. Come on, give us a break. Anyway. (laughs) So we're going to go to Paul and Redding, a road trip question.
3: Yes. Is there any way, any place where I could get an air compressor to inflate my tires? that's guaranteed to be under 11 amps. I bought a car a couple of months ago that the 12 volt power outlet is only capable of handling 11 amps and if the fuse blows it would take a, a trip to the dealership <laughs> to change the fuse
2: yeah that's and
3: a time question i didn't know that when i bought the car but but I, when i read the owner's manual that's when i found out about it and yeah. Yeah. i was wondering if i if if i could if, I, if there was a place where i could get uh, an air compressor that's guaranteed to be under 11 amps or whether there is a way to to check out the air compressor that i do have to see if it's under 11 amps hmm. whether there are facilities who could check out my current air compressor
1: that shouldn't that be written somewhere on the compressor itself?
3: I was looking all over the place and yeah. I couldn't find it. Okay,
1: I do not know. That would also be a Tommy Tommy answer. I have no idea.
3: Yeah, usually
2: usually they have a sticker on them. But if they don't have a sticker, um, we could probably do a uh, a test on it to see how much it draws under a load. Okay. Um, if it if it does draw too much, I know um, our buddy Terry over at Reading Auto, Parts Reading Auto Parts would be able to help you find yeah. one that would that would work. Um he I call him with like all kinds of weird stuff. I'm like, I'm looking for this and this. Can you help me out?
1: He's on North 4th and um yeah. in Reading. Yeah. They're on what's their what's I don't I don't remember their I know how say, to get there but I don't remember exactly what the address is. Three fourteen
2: I want to say three like that it's about like two right. blocks from Two blocks from the radio station here. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Yeah. So it's like two blocks from the radio station here. But um, I always call him with, like, weird stuff when I'm, like, looking for something odd like that. Uh, Really knowledgeable. Um, He might not be there, but uh, a lot of people behind the counter have a lot of knowledge there. And they can usually help you out with that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, he's at... 315.
2: uh, Yeah, 315. 315 North 4th Street. 300 block.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he could probably help you out because... Um, they could probably, he would have yeah. that information and be able to track that down for you.
2: Yeah, we could, we could if you want to stop by the shop with that air compressor too, we can test it and see what it actually draws on a, what it's actually drawing in amperage.
1: Yeah, just do a, a, load, a test with the. Mm-hmm.
2: the th- we'll hook up and we'll put a fuse in line with it. And we have a, we'll put our electrical scope on it and it'll tell us how many amps it draws.
3: Yep. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, you're yep. certainly welcome. Thank you so thank much you for the ball.
1: call. All right, and next we're going to go to Kevin in Birdsboro about a 2010 Tahoe. Hey.
3: Hi.
5: Hi, guys. Hey.
1: How, are, how are you? Yeah, hey,
5: fine. Hey, Ashley, I, I didn't know that you were a, a seagoing bellhop. I just learned <laughs> that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was a
1: sailor, and if you knew me <laughs> off, off the air, I would have the vocabulary of a well-educated sailor. Yes. Thank you very much. Well,
5: you're, you're talking to a jarhead. You just oh.
1: gave me right in the fight.
3: So. Well, you know, you know all sure
1: the, all the the um, marine checks are via the United States Navy. So you know,
5: we are we are the same. Actually, I have a, <laughs> Yeah, we I have, a, I have an anchor tattooed on my on my hand. So. Oh, that's
1: cool. That's cool. Were you yeah. were you on a ship? Oh,
5: yeah, yeah, okay. We did a med cruise, and okay. then I was overseas for a while. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: cool. What what, what 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 kind of ship was it?
5: Oh, it was uh, uh, communications.
1: Okay, oh, cool. Yeah,
5: it, awesome. Very good. But uh anyway. that's an experience. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't have. I'm glad we didn't have to stay on it. it no. You know, like, like you it. But I
1: love. I love being on board. I love being underway. But that's a whole another. That's a whole another.
5: <laughs> it's an experience. It, I, I was like you. I went in as a kid, and I mean, I, I went in in '79. I, 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 Christ, I just turned 18. Yeah.
1: I was 18 for about six months, and then I, then I was like, I'm going to join the Navy. Woo, here we go. So you go. <laughs> I, know how you, I know how you feel. So anyway, so what's going on with your Tahoe?
5: Well, I have one for you. I have a story. Um, my Tahoe, going to work the other morning, the uh, check quad track service comes on, and the engine light comes on, uh-uh. and then it reduces the power to the engine. Uh-huh. It says engine reduced. So um we have a shop where I work at but it's all diesel mechanics and uh big trucks, diesel mm-hmm. trucks. Okay. So I hooked it up to the uh diagnostics and it came out. Um, I made it to work anyway. It was hard. I mean you could I mean <laughs> yeah. Was,
1: yeah, yeah, you're in limp
5: uh, mode. Oh, it was terrible. But it was five thirty in the morning. So it That's said good. um it said body boost boost sensor throttle boosts. Throttle boost. Does that make
2: sense to you? Throttle boost sensor. My um,
5: gonna position uh, sensor.
2: Uh, maybe a throttle position sensor, or okay. some of those have. Um, is this a pretty loaded up Tahoe, like a no, top I- top of the line one?
5: No, I don't. No, I, I it took me a while to find this because I didn't want that. Mm, I don't okay. have. I don't. I don't okay. have that. So the mechanic at work, okay, they're decent mechanics. He's like, you know, I think there was a recall on them, on Tahoes for for something like that.
1: Okay. So, does, it, does it have so, a six liter in it or a
2: five three?
5: Five three.
1: Okay.
5: It's got the five three in it.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. so just you can go if if you want to find out if there's a recall, you can go out to safecar.gov. Gov. Punched... Oh, let me
5: interrupt you, Ashley. Let me interrupt Go you. I'm sorry. Okay. I I called, I called the dealer. I gave oh, okay. the bin numbers, and, and, and it does. But here's the funny thing. Well, okay. Well, I erased the codes, and it's running fine now. And oh. and, and, and um, the dealership told me, the Chevy dealer, I won't say the name. Well, service says, well, yes, it's under warranty because you. I only have 66,000 miles. But you erased it, and it has to do it again, and you have to bring it here like that.
1: <laughs> technically <laughs> technically yes, unfortunately. Yeah, they don't want to uh, uh, They can't they can't kind of spitball things because they get reimbursed by um GM, by GM, uh, by the, the manufacturer so that it really has they have to be able to prove that it's done. So
2: a lot of times these newer scan tools that they have are linked okay. up are linked up to GM. So nowadays GM's kind of like like all the manufacturers do this. They're kind of like big brother. They know when that scan tool was hooked up to that vehicle, and they know what was in it. So years ago, they would be like, oh, it had this code in it. They don't have a problem. They'd get it done for you, and it would right. be no big deal. Now Big Brother's watching. So yeah. if, if they went and did it, and it didn't have those codes in it like it they said it's supposed to, they're going to make the dealer basically pay for it. Because they're going to say, "Oh, there was nothing wrong with it," and they're going to charge them back
1: for it. Right? GM GM would not so, pay for it; it would be come out directly out of the dealer's pocket. So there really are kind of—it's a CYA, you know—covering their did own butts. Try that.
5: I just had a lift, so I'm like, okay. So yeah. you're basically telling me you want me to tow it there, then when it does it, because I'm not going to make it there. Mm-hmm. Drive. You know, so. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: they'll, they'll probably pay yeah. for the they towing.
1: Would, yeah, they would pay for roadside assistance. Yeah,
2: usually if uh, there's a recall on it and it's under warranty, they they'll pay for the towing.
1: Yeah, they oh, may re- they may reimburse okay. you for it, but like you would have yeah. to pay, and then that you get paid back on it.
2: But because right. okay. Okay, occasionally we do stuff at the shop that they, uh, like a manufacturer, will come out and put a warranty on later, and it'll be something that they, you know, the person had towed in. And we'll fix it, and they'll come back, you know, a couple months later, we'll see, oh, you know, you'll see in the news they had a recall on this. And we're like, oh, we did a couple of those. Mm -hmm. You know, and the people get the paperwork in the mail, and we end up printing everything out that we did. Right. And they'll actually reimburse the people for it, too.
1: Yeah, they did that for Subaru Headlights. Yeah.
2: So... Yeah, we went through that with a whole bunch of Subaru headlights. Um, uh-huh. There were a couple models that— uh, They'd they take were, the bumper yeah, off. Yeah, you had to take the bumper off to get the the headlight bulbs <laughs> out, and they didn't last very long.
5: Sure. So your opinion, guys, because I have people tell me, you know, and the dealer even said, it might not do it again. You know, it's running fine now.
1: It may not.
2: If, if it was something related to the throttle body, it'll probably do it again. Okay. Um, it it won't be. Was it really cold that day?
5: Yeah, and you know what I did? I think to me, I think I let it idle in front of the house too long, warming it up at five o'clock in the morning. Could that
2: have yeah, done it? Not
5: half hour. I let it run. I, I,
2: I, I doubt it. I doubt right. it. I think there's it wasn't something really else. Cold. Yeah.
3: yeah, there's probably, probably something. Probably going the
2: next it. time it gets cold, there's going to be something. Something's going to happen with it. You're it's, going to experience the same thing.
5: It's funny how the quadra track service is tied into it.
2: It it probably has something to do with the throttle, and that yeah. track, the the like kind of all wheel drive on that is kind of dependent on on the throttle. So it'll start slipping, and the engine computer will actually like start closing the throttle a little bit so it doesn't spin, okay. so, it doesn't so it doesn't slip spin. as much. Yeah. You okay. want to you now some people want to force it, and the car's just saying nope, we're not going to force it, and yeah. they just start okay. closing it.
3: Yeah.
5: Okay. All right. all right. You know, I'm listening to you guys though about mechanics, you know, I'll tell you real quick. You know, we have diesel mechanics at work, and I'm gonna tell you, they are a dying breed. Yes, they <laughs> are. Yes, they
1: are. They, yes, they
2: are. They,
5: you know, you know, you, you still it's bull work with the brakes and all mm-hmm. and, and and all that. Um, the newer trucks are like you guys were talking about. It's all computer. Mm-hmm. You know, satellite. You know, we had a truck over rev, and they could Ooh. tell you what road you were on and where you did it at and uh-huh. the driver over over it
1: yep. yep yep that's 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 all the the communication that we were talking about in the automated cars last time it's just yeah. talking and just making sure every everybody knows where everybody is so yeah it is kind of yeah. is kind of big
2: brother's annoying. always watching yeah. now <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, they, if you have a Lexus in your house, you know, they say that they can listen because you have that. Oh, I, we, yeah. Yeah, we don't
1: have any of those. Yeah, we don't have those. <laughs> we never know the cell phones are listening. So, all right, Kevin, all we right. have to take a break. So thank you, you so it. much you. for the phone call. And we'll be Good back night. in just a moment. Thanks. Take care.
0: We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. And
2: welcome back. This is Idle Talk on 830 AM WEU. I am Tom.
1: And I'm Ashley. And I was arguing with my hair and the headphones.
2: Ah, yes,
1: <laughs> big giant. It's actually very puffy today. Hair. It's yeah. puffy, so anyway, it's good. It's all good. It's all fine. Yeah, it's all good. So anyway, we're talking about road trips. We're taking yeah. your taking your phone call six ten three seven four eight eight zero zero, or eight hundred number eight 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 four zero one zero four five nine. Give us a call. We don't have to talk about road trips. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. Any kind of questions or autonomous cars. Vehicle maintenance, yeah. all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I was going to talk about a road trip I took when I was a kid. Yeah. And it was right around when I turned – it was my 16th birthday, right around that time. We went with uh, with their, our church, our youth group, mm-hmm. out to Muskegon, Michigan to help, um, like, disadvantaged people who okay. had, like, an accident or something, and they didn't have enough money to fix their houses – for their like, if they got in a wheelchair, okay, need to ramp get ramps. in their house. Okay. yeah, build yeah. ramps, uh, do do stuff with uh, kind of like just basic basic stuff to help them get in and out of the house. Okay. We could go in and modify. Basically, you took a whole bunch of manpower, went out there mm-hmm. and did that. So we did that, and we came back, and on our way back, we're coming through Schuylkill County, and we're coming down the giant hills in Ashland. This was before, you know, down mm-hmm. around, like, Route 61 through mm-hmm. Centralia and all that. And we had a 15-passenger van with a trailer <laughs> with behind the trailer. it. Like and I we're go. going up and down these mountains in Schuylkill County. And we're coming down into Ashland. And the smoke's starting to roll off the brakes. And we're like, uh-oh, just this like, isn't good. And what's then the, happening? And then the pastor was driving, and he's like, uh-oh, the brakes are getting really bad. And we were just coming that down to— That is terrifying. It, it was. And it's and terrifying. we kind of like—he was, was like using the emergency brake to stop it. And we got over and pulled over, and the smoke's rolling out from the front brakes. And then the flames came out. <gasps> The, it was
3: actually they on were fire.
2: Actually on fire, and we were getting water bottles and trying to squirt it and put it out, <laughs> and it stank so bad. Oh, it's it was terrible. Ter- it Those was are terrible. Yeah, and and it was like, and it was a Sunday afternoon. Is we we're on our way mm-hmm. back, and we're we're talking, and we're just standing around waiting for everything to cool down again. So we had breaks again. Oh but my gosh!
1: And you were so close to home too. We, yep,
2: You we were just t- going over to Charlottesville. Ex- exactly. Oh my we're goodness, just going over to Charlottesville. You're like twenty miles. Yeah, just make but, it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh boy, we're in Ashland. We have a bunch more mountains to go over, and like. But they made a phone, you know, made a couple phone calls, yeah. and somebody came up with a pickup truck, and we got the trailer off of the oh, van, okay, and, you know, and then they took some people yeah. and, and drove it, you know, because we were close enough to home, you right, could, you, you know, but we were there for a couple hours with the home. not
1: nearly as terrifying to have less people and not a yes. trailer on it to have brakes yeah. to catch on fire.
2: But you know that w- that was a very interesting road trip. But we were very prepared for it. Yeah, but. It was just so overweight with all the gear in it.
1: Is that what it that what was? It was, it was yeah. just completely overweight. Lots yeah. of people, lots of gear.
2: Lots of people, okay. lots of gear. You know, it was just too much going over those mountains that the brakes just got way too hot. Wow. That's and really actually terrifying. actually lit on fire. That is terrifying. The flames were coming out and everything, and everybody's like, oh my gosh. We, they were unloading the trailer and everything, <laughs> oh you know, because if it went up in flames. Yeah, you don't want to take all the, everyone's belongings take everyone's with them. it take everyone's gear with
1: it. Oh my gosh, because that can happen. I mean, they can go up like that. It gets yeah. the the, the yeah. hydraulic fluid and mm-hmm. just pff, up, yeah. literally... It lights up, up in, real quick. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You don't realize how fast a vehicle can burn. Mm-hmm. I actually saw a Corvette on fire one time, and that thing went like, whew, it was on fire. like Because it was it like a one from the 70s, because it was like the round body one. And actually, it was when I was in the Navy, I was standing on one of the um, decks of my ship, and the way that base was uh, set up, you could see the, the road coming in, and everyone would park on the road because there's never enough parking for anybody, everybody. So it was like right after muster in the morning, and I looked over. I'm like, there's a car on fire, and it, it didn't hit burn anything else, but it was, a, it was like a mid-70s Corvette that Ooh. just kind of melted into the ground. It was terrible. I, mean, I know exactly whose car it was too <laughs> i mean because i know you we identify people by their cars you yeah. know so it's like zach down from uh, uh flea feet he's like uh i was stand, talking to him the other day i bought another pair of shoes and a lady walked in and he's like can i help you with anything and she's like no and he goes you try you you run in there you use the, the on cloud or whatever and he's like I always remember whatever, what shoes everybody wears, and I was like, well, I remember everybody's cars. So yep, exactly. I don't <laughs> remember your name, but you have the 2016 BMW. Yeah, so yeah. anyway.
2: So anyway. Uh, anyway, de- derailed. Yeah, derailed. So anyway, we have David in Reading who has an issue with his Pontiac Vibe. Hi, David. Hi, how are
4: you
3: this evening?
1: Good. We're good. Uh, uh, David, we have a terrible connection.
3: Sorry, am I any better
1: now? No, it's very okay. Can you... oh, There it was. Wait, do it again. Say again, Say something.
3: Hello, I'm yeah. still here.
1: Okay, oh. give us a, give us a try.
3: Okay, um, overfilled the uh, gas tank. Oh, uh, and, uh, I'm wondering what
4: damage I've, uh, incurred by doing that.
3: Yeah. To, uh,
2: I'll let Tommy answer that. So a lot of times when you overfill the gas tank, it actually will go into a piece called the charcoal canister. Uh And what the charcoal canister does is it traps the gas fumes. But like when you're filling the tank up or when the car is off, it actually filters those uh, hydrocarbons coming off the gas Mm -hmm. So and and helps uh, with the Greenhouse emissions right. that they, Greenhouse emissions. You, know, you hear people talk about, so what happens is when you overfill it and the uh gasoline gets in there it doesn't it doesn't work anymore, and usually the gasoline will like break the plastic inside of it um Some issues that you'll see from overfilling it is you'll notice uh stalling like after you start your car because usually when you fill the gas tank up it will go and allow some of that air to go up into the engine and it'll force the gasoline up there um it actually happened with ashley's car it did
1: happen with my car my little fiesta with her little fiesta
2: uh she would top it off you'd be at the pump and you know you always Everybody always says, when it shuts off, don't put any more in. Yes. That's the reason why.
1: And I stand by that now because I was driving. I had a a, a training to go to down in Atlantic City, and I wanted to have a full tank, but I was about half tank. So I thought, well, let me just go top it off. Topped it off, and it was acting funny like it would stall and that kind of thing. And then on the way back from Atlantic City, I, it almost stalled completely mm-hmm. on the Atlantic City Expressway. I was terrified. I was over, all the way over in the, in the left-hand lane, of course, you because know, that's where I like to stay. And um, it almost stalled. And what happened, the, um, there's a, there's a, a yeah. valve. So
2: there's a valve that opens up when you're driving down the road, and it actually sucks too much gasoline in when that valve opens. Right. And so- that's what ends up. You know, it'll cause like all kinds of weird driving problems like and stuff like that. Are
1: you having any issues?
2: Not
4: that I'm aware of at this point. So so what is the fix then if you do have uh, driving problems?
2: Usually with that it's you put a new charcoal canister on it. I see. So, yeah, and on uh, Pontiac Vibe, that is a that is the same as a Toyota Matrix. Matrix. Mm-hmm. So that I'm gonna. I'm not sure if the vibe has a Toyota style on it or not. I have no idea. Hmm, trying to remember off the top of my head. But if it it. has a Toyota style, it it actually uh, canister. It actually comes with like a whole bunch of new valves on it. They're kind of known to fail at about like 120,000 miles. We start to see a lot of them at that age.
4: Okay, I'm at 250,000.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, that's awesome.
2: Well, those things are awesome. Yeah. And,
1: yeah, yeah, they
4: are. Yeah. Well it's, loved
1: by many people that we know of, yes. Yeah.
2: For sure. Every time somebody comes in and has one of those, we're like, if you want to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they're like, nope. Nope. Not don't. going anywhere. So... <laughs> All right,
4: Well, I get the picture, and I'm just going to wait till I start having uh, drivability problems.
1: Yep. Yep. That's all you got to wait for it. I mean, if it's if it's broken, it will definitely happen. So.
3: Okay. Yeah. Thanks for a minute. Thank you. you you you. Okay. Happy New Year. Thanks you you too, too, David. All right,
1: and we'll be right back to take a call from Chuck about onboard electronics right after this message.
0: And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair.
1: Hello, we're back. Thank you for joining us. This is Ashley
2: and Tom. And
1: Tom getting his earphones on.
2: That's right. We're uh, discussing what we're going to talk about next week. We
1: haven't quite. We're just having a consensus. Anyway, um, so we're uh, going to talk to Chuck in Moton about onboard electronics. Hi, Chuck.
6: Yes. Good evening. Um, most of your new vehicles, let's say 2010 and newer,
3: mm-hmm.
6: have uh, throttle by wire.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. I don't know what year it started, but how many vehicles have uh onboard uh GPS?
2: Well, it would have probably originated with GM with OnStar
6: and okay, that started
2: in the nine mid 90s, I think.
6: Well, it actually, started in the 80s but never Did got it? that far in the 80s.
2: Oh,
1: okay. There
2: I know was, the...
6: there was a there was a satellite that went up on one of the uh Rocket that apparently didn't make it. I think that was the one-star satellite. Oh.
3: Uh, but I don't know. It's just my surprise <laughs> there.
6: But uh, anyway, getting off topic. The uh, You have throttle by wire. You have mm-hmm. an onboard GPS. All right. That GPS mm-hmm. knows what road you're on mm-hmm. at what time and what direction you're heading and mm-hmm. what you're thinking at the time most likely. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and what yeah. way you're planning on turning. <laughs>
6: Um, Well, I'm GPS. just I'm kidding. <laughs> my, my GPS just... is at Chesapeake Bay. Anyway, getting <laughs> off topic again. The uh, What's to say that they can't link that GPS with that road you're on? Let's say you're on 222, which is a 55-mile-an-hour road till you get to Lancaster. Yeah. And somehow make that GPS control your thrott- throttle by wire. You're stuck going. You know, give give them five miles for
1: like a governor. You
6: know, it's possible. You know, a governor, yeah, exactly. That, that could you call it that? It, it's quite possible. It's
1: completely possible.
6: I mean, is... I'm probably going to get shot for suggesting it. But... No. No.
3: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, there's some dude sitting in his underwear in his, in his mom's basement waiting to, to get yeah. suggestions about what things to hack next. He's
2: like, oh, yeah, that's a good that's idea. That's a good idea. You can that make everybody makes... go only 55,
1: <laughs> 42 <laughs> miles an hour, and that's all oh. you get.
2: Could you see the road rage then? <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> well, I'm going to lock work.
2: everybody to 35 <laughs> in this 65 mile an hour <laughs> zone. <Yeah. laughs> and
1: then
6: somebody there's, somebody the dude, okay. <laughs> there's the dude.
2: Okay. There's the dude in like the
1: 85, like uh, the 85 Chevy he was like, I can go as fast as I want. I don't have any of that stuff. Well,
6: just until that Chevy wears out.
1: Yes, exactly. So.
6: Okay. So it has to be done by attrition. You're not going to get anybody to retrofit things.
3: No,
1: no. <laughs> All right, Chuck, we're going to have to get going. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate yep. it. Have a good night. All right. Thanks. Right so join us next week when we're going to talk about. We haven't um, figured it out. We
2: haven't figured it out.
1: Maybe we'll talk about check engine lights. We yeah. could talk about buying a car, leasing or a car. Maybe trying to put a governor on old cars. Oh, we could. Oh, that would be fun. So, <laughs> 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 All right. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate, appreciate everyone's calls. And join us next week when we'll talk about something that has to do with cars. <laughs> and well, I'm sure we'll get lots of phone calls. So have a lovely, lovely evening. And thank you for joining us. Thank you.